0: All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Riggs Rag podcast. Last time we were on, it was me and Jacob Kamaker, uh going over the fallout of the Mason Foster uh, news and his release and all that. So you want to check that out? You can go on the site. Today, though, we got something special for you. We got our two correspondents up at uh, Redskins training camp, Matt Hines and Connor Forrest. They're both there, taking in the action, taking in the sights, guys. I know you guys are both sharing AirPods, so. I'll uh, just have at it. How are you guys doing out there?
1: Dude I'm doing well, man. It's been a it's been a fun day, man. What do you say? Dude, it's been great. It's a little hot, but can't complain about the weather. Sorry about the hot we do have a construction site behind us, but we're doing our best to stay away from it. But no, it's been a fun day. It's been cool seeing these players out here working hard and uh, it's
0: been a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are reporting. From there, like live, guys, this is some premium content right here, so it's pretty we're, cool. We are watching the
2: walkthrough as Yeah, second walkthrough is going on as you speak, first
0: team O, first team D, so so how yeah, you're,
2: get, you're getting it from here
0: first. From here <laughs> first, man. This is authentic. So w- how is walkthrough <laughs> different from the first practice, just so we're clear? Because I've, I've never seen it in action, so I don't really know. Is it just kind of slower pace, yeah, just kind of goofing off a little great. bit or what? Yeah,
1: it's not necessarily goofing off. Like, they're still trying to get some work. More- on but it's at a much slower pace like they're literally are walking it's the lightest jog ever no helmets everybody's in shorts like josh norman's wearing a safari hat like it's, <laughs> it's a little more dialed back they're just on specific stuff situations like they were working on the rush field goal with a clock running a little bit here like colt mccoy's not even throwing the ball all right he actually threw it but <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a lot slower paced. Whereas the actual is there's you know some gentle hitting. It's full speed. They're they're actually trying to get some real work in.
0: I got you. How's the weather out there, by the way?
1: Not bad, man. This Richmond can be you know 100 degrees especially with the turf it can be even hotter yeah i definitely am walking out of here with a bit of a sunburn but yeah the two of us are caked alive but we signed up for it (laughs) today's weather's beautiful it's probably 85 and
0: sunny that's awesome man yeah and i bet it was worth it i mean let's let's go over the uh, action from the first part connor i'll start with you who kind of stood out to you today just like general what what impacted you the most because i know you've got something at the front of your mind you just want to get out right now
2: yeah, the first thing that we, uh, me and Matt were talking about actually just just a few minutes ago is actually how well the reps between uh, all three quarterbacks were split up. And I think, you know, when I think about the quarterback competition, uh, it really comes down to me, the competition is just going to come down to who grasps the offense the best, who's got a great command, who's a good leader. Uh, and it seems like all three of them have really done a nice job at, at standing out, commanding the offense. Um, I put out a couple videos earlier of Dwayne Haskins calling some audibles uh, even through walkthroughs um, so I think the one thing that stands out is how well the quarterback at least on the first day has been the quarterback battle has been really well uh, evenly split up um, between first team offensive reps first team defensive reps um, but each quarterback is getting a great opportunity to see um, see what they're up against see what their, their teammates are looking like and, and getting accustomed to it and it's it's uh, it's good to see. I mean, it's great to see Dwayne Haskins. I saw um, two or three times talking uh, extensively with Case Keenum um, and with uh, um, Matt Cavanaugh. I mean, the the whole lot of them um, are, are they seem like a tight group, Matt. I mean, it was it was kind of cool to watch them all uh, back and forth, learning from each other. Um, so definitely, the thing that stood out to me, at least, was uh, was was how well it was split up.
0: It looks like the rookies and veterans are kind of acclimating with each other pretty quickly. You would say,
2: yeah, definitely. This is no Joe Flacco situation in, in Denver. <laughs> this is, this is uh, you know, this is no Ben Roethlisberger, you know. I've been, up you know, and, <laughs> up in Steel Land. These guys really do look like they get along well, and uh, and they, they look to be learning from each other because you can see physically they each have traits that the other one doesn't. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, the veteran presence of Case Keenum is something that Dwayne Haskins is learning from. Um, the understanding of the offense is something that Case Keenum uh and Dwayne Haskins are learning from Colt McCoy and and just Dwayne Haskins is just such a big guy I mean when he's in the huddle you can yeah. tell the difference between when Case Keenum is standing in there Case Keenum is looking up at Morgan Moses and Dwayne Haskins looks like he could probably take his place if he wanted to so uh so it's really really interesting to see but definitely this quarterback battle is going to be really interesting as as the days go on and progress as more pads come on it gets a little more physical it's something that's that is definitely going to be interesting to keep an eye on
0: yeah now all, th- all three of them were throwing today. Did anyone stand out from the the rest of the pack, or was it just kind of like they were all kind of trading off a little bit?
1: So I wouldn't say that anybody you know, really – you know, again, this is only day two. That's the first day open to the public. I wouldn't say that anybody really stood out. I think that it, it's clear that we have a rookie. Here. I had to pick one quarterback today, I'm taking Paul McCoy. Really? Uh, he, you know, first off, it's good to see him out here healthy. He understands the offense. He's the one talking to both Case and Dwayne the most. Uh, you know, I'm not by any means saying he's a front runner because at the end of the day, I don't think he's going to be. But just off of today, you know, the couple hours, but that's a loose pick. You know, but it's been good. It is like like you said, it's a it seems like a healthy competition right now where they're all helping each other.
0: Yeah, and that's always good, you know, and I I figured we were going to see something like that, you know, early on with Colt McCoy, because he's got, he's the most established in the offense, you know, so he's he's going to show that foundation yeah, a little bit, yeah.
1: It's good seeing him out here healthy, and that's, that was honestly my thing that stood out to me the most, is just the guys that are back. Yeah. You know, you looked at this roster from weeks ago. And- last year and it's just barren, Where now, you know, it's just it's so nice seeing, you know, first off the fan favorite Darius Guy's out here just smiling, having fun with fans. He had a hilarious back and forth with some fans right after uh the end of the first practice where he's out here with Dwayne Haskins and uh he put some extra work in. He caught a ball right by the sideline. Uh, and everybody was like, Oh come get us autograph and he turned around to the whole the whole crowd and said, you guys want me to work or do you want me to sign? And everybody said, you know, go work, go work. And he was uh, asking <laughs> seeing guys like Brandon Sheriff, Paul Richardson. You remember what this roster was supposed to look like, Uh, and that's a little refreshing to see.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, I know, guys, there was questions about whether he'd even be ready for training camp, you know, with the hamstring tweak and everything, and now to see him fully healthy out there and learning from Peterson too. Is, is a good thing to see. Um, now Matt, you can probably relate to this question a little bit more because Connor's like six foot five. He's like, These are my people right here. But um, <laughs> how how is it seeing these guys in person, the impact as opposed to, you know, being kind of separated from them? What's it like to really see them in yeah, person? So and,
1: like I'm a I'm a very like advertised guy. Like I'm six foot like on the dot. Like I, I don't often feel short unless I'm standing next to Connor. But, like, <laughs> it's it's Pretty astonishing. Like you do forget. You've seen it. I've been to training camp once before when I was way younger, and I've liked next to the players in the past. But like, you really do forget how massive these guys are. Like when I saw Dwayne Haskins walking by, I was like, "This is a quarterback, not a defensive end." I mean, yeah. Speaking of defensive pass rushers, Montez Sweat looks like he was made in a lab. Oh yeah, like, these guys are absolutely yeah, it's incredibly massive. Morgan Moses, everyone's talking about how he slimmed down. He is, I guess, like, the biggest human being I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> like this. These guys are huge. Like they're, you're they're telling me he was worse. bigger. Yeah, and it
2: was funny. We were. We were standing on the sideline, and uh, the pass was batted down. And came rolling toward us. And um, I believe it was Brandon Sheriff and Morgan Moses kind of came jogging in on the ball. I, I don't know what they were doing. But you kind of looked up, and I I, I mean, we both saw our lives flash yeah. before us. So, I mean, like, you sit there, and you go, if those dudes jogging, running into
1: us, I would have. It was be, on Norman's interception. Yeah, yeah, so I'd, I'd have, have died. died. And, kind of exactly. with and the I'm guys were tapping. Like a you know, big tackling, but honestly
2: terrifying. Yeah, I, you I, thought we both thought we were actually going to have to come back in body bags. I mean, they're they're <laughs> huge, but uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's great to see them shaking the shaking the dust off in the off season, and and they they look sharp, they they look ready to go, and you know, I think that's definitely something that we noticed immediately. Definitely.
0: That's good, that's good. Now, I I have something that's uh, very near and dear to my heart. How did the wide receivers look specifically? How did Trey Quinn look out there? Trey Quinn season Trey
1: Quinn was very involved he looked good you know nothing crazy no highlight catches but uh you know through the first practice he was doing great in one-on-one drills uh he was great warm he was doing he was was doing well and then during the walkthrough one thing that stood out to me was I I think every single pass went to him yeah you know of the 20 plays we saw maybe 15 went to Trey Quinn so if that's any preview of the offense I, I think uh he's gonna be pretty involved
0: I'm very happy to hear that. I'm very happy to hear that, guys. <laughs> there was um yeah, but he wasn't the only one getting action. I saw some clips about um there was um Terry McLaurin who juked Troy Apke out of his shoes on one play. Uh there he was um, embarrass- Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, got like a mile of separation just like that um, Yeah, we
2: were, we it, we were actually right in front of it at the time. It was it was hilarious. I mean, he he really does have jets. Um I mean, you're catching a guy flat-footed, so obviously you're going to have the advantage when you're when you're running in a straight line. The guy has to kind of return himself and run run with the receiver, but really quick, really sharp. Uh, receivers looked pretty good. Robert Davis had some moments. He he had a couple drops today that we that we definitely noted for sure. Yeah. Um, there was a point towards the end of the individual drills of the first practice where it actually looked like everybody couldn't catch, and uh, it was kind of funny. We had uh, we had. Robert Davis, Ju Chesson, um, Vernon Davis—just uh, a couple of people just dropping a row. And you can see the receivers' coach is ready yeah. to jump under a train.
1: <laughs> it's like, how big Cam Sims was. Yeah, Cam Sims is big.
0: Isn't he like six five or something? Two ten.
1: What, what an he's going to be just on the outside.
0: Yeah. Yeah there were I know there were concerns about maybe his speed. Did he did he show any of that today or no?
1: I wouldn't say we saw enough to really see any, you know, examples of his speed. Yeah, you know, they weren't doing too much with that. But, yeah. You know, nothing nothing that made him seem slow either. Nothing that made me look at him and say like, "Oh, that guy can't be an NFL
0: wide receiver." Okay. Yeah, that's good. Cuz I know there's been kind of like a uh a chasm or a schism between some camps who think you know sims can be a legitimate starter and then others who think maybe people are running with the hype uh it's good to hear that you know he's actually he's making plays out there he's making the most of his opportunities which is good um based on the action today i know it's only one day at training camp but uh do you see a pecking order starting to form at receiver or were they just kind of mixing it up the whole time
2: yeah, it's hard to say. I, I think uh, I think that's going to become a little bit more apparent in the next week or so. Um, it yeah. looked like it was kind of just a mixed bag. Um, but it was definitely good to see. I think Kelvin Harmon uh, was a standout. He was a staple in a lot of the seven-on-sevens. Uh, he was getting a lot of looks. Trey Quinn definitely is, is going to be as involved as, as as ever before, I think. Last year, we got a little bit of a snippet of it. But it's pretty clear that even after day one that he's going to be involved uh He's gonna be involved a good bit. But yeah, like I said, I think the pecking order is gonna definitely find itself settled in the next week or so. Um, but definitely it was good to see really all the receivers, everybody dressed, got got
1: some good looks today for sure. Yeah, I think there's what we saw more than a pecking order was kind of groups start to form and I don't think it's gonna surprise anybody like in the, when they were running with the horns Paul Richardson, it's Jocelyn, it's Drake Wayne, uh, Jordan Lee, Vernon Davis, the seven in and out. Uh, and then you kind of have that next category of like Terry McLaurin and these other guys in there that are kind of where there really, really isn't a pecking order yet. And I definitely think that, you know, it's really anybody's game out there. Like even the guys that are lower down the r- roster like Chesson, like they have opportunities.
0: Yeah, and that's good to hear because there's a few guys down low on the depth chart who I'm pretty high on. So I'd like to see like Robert Davis is one guy, you know, he's a crazy athlete. If you can just put it together. Uh, same with Darvin Kidsey. I don't know how much he did today, but he's like one of those guys, you know, like, I hope he get the opportunity. So it's good to hear that yeah. they're kind of spreading it around. Um, I heard Jordan Reed looked pretty good today, too, right?
1: Yeah, healthy and smooth, honestly. Like, he, he stepped up, He gave me a little scare at one point. Him, uh, <laughs> Josh Doxon, Vernon Davis, and Jordan Reed all uh, left 11 on 11 and started doing like individual drills off of the side, but didn't really see anything, anything of it. They just came back after five minutes. All right, they might it. have just been getting other guys breath. But, yeah, they all look smooth. They look you know, big, strong, healthy, quick. They definitely Very look fast. quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot quicker. That's good. That's good. Um, Moving on with the offensive with the offensive skill cast. Um, Eric Flowers was starting for Trent Williams on the first team. Did you guys catch a glimpse? Hopefully he wasn't drawing too much attention.
1: There was clearly
0: pressure. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it, <laughs> advantages
1: in some of these shows because they know if it's a pass or a run. They, they, they might even know the exact play call if they run it multiple times. It There's a bit of an advantage, and there's no, they're not going to get shot with something 30 going on. Uh, but it was noticeable. Uh, I would say that there was maybe half a second to a second less time. The
2: yeah, you, you could, that was one thing that we noted almost immediately when they brought the 11-on-11s in. Um, you know, very high tempo. Very rushed, and I think that led to a lot of the. You know, There's some early clips of, of quarterbacks missing wide, a couple yeah. missing. I uh, know Case Keenan missed a lot of, of checkdowns. checkdowns. Yeah, yeah, simple checkdowns that he missed that seemed kind of mind scratching. And then when you really looked closely, I mean, by the time he was on his third step, he didn't even get to set his feet before yeah. he had somebody in his face. Now, again, it's you can't take it at face. You can only take it at face value. You can't really dig too much into it. Yeah. Um, but it definitely was something that. Sped up the tempo of the offense a little bit more than, uh, than probably the coach probably would have wanted. Um, yeah, you could tell that Eric Flowers definitely was um was, li- was a little slower. Yeah, he was slower, and I think he, he his hands had a tendency of going outside. There was a couple times where I saw him, but that would clearly, if it was officiated, it would have had a holding call. Um, but uh, but I, I, again, I think um, I I I think. I think again, you can only take it with with so much. You can only take it with a grain of salt. The guys aren't going full speed; um, they're they're really not. Especially the linemen, they're not really pushing it one hundred percent because yeah. you, you can't. Receivers are different. Linemen are are one of those one of those positions where you have to give and take with your energy, and, and especially with the amount of weight and, and power. Day one, day two, also. no question about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you don't want like pull a peck on day one and then have to sit out or anything because you are dealing with all that weight. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. Um. Yeah, let's move on to the defensive side of the ball. We've been talking about offense for a little bit. Who stood out on defense, just in general?
2: Uh, I actually found uh, one guy that that stuck out to me almost uh, immediately it was John Bostic. Funny enough, I and mean, we talked about Mason Foster being cut, uh, the timing being strange, but what kind of impact that would have. John Bostick stepped in, and he looked like a quicker, slimmer um, version of Mason Foster that had a really good command on on the defense. It was amazing. He was calling audibles. He was he was showing guys around it. If If you closed your eyes and you took that jersey off and you just looked at that guy, you, you would have thought that he'd have been here for three or four years. He really looked like he was in great command. And you could start to see, again, at face value, why the Redskins felt as comfortable as they did releasing Mason Foster. You, you can have, you know, we talked about earlier, you know, you can have issues with when they did it. But you definitely, after watching John Boston, even for just... One practice, you could see him have such a command of the uh, defense and have a great presence and a great relationship. They were joking around, they were talking, and and he, he seemed to really come in and 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 uh, come in and run with his opportunity. So I think that was one guy. I, I don't think we're um, done hearing John Bosick's name. I think I think he'll be he'll be someone that'll stand out for for definitely the next couple of days, especially as it starts progressing into the preseason.
1: Hmm. Be the guy that stood out. I'll, I'll say the pass Buckers, the, the Pat Duckers, uh, Kerrigan. Uh, Kerrigan had one play that he so perfectly that if he wanted to, he probably could have ended Colton Court's career season. Before he started. <laughs> uh, he's just so quick and consistent, and I cannot wait to see him running at full speed with Sweat on the other side. I honestly don't know what they're going to do. So you see Montez Sweat standing next to these guys like Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne, and you know these pretty large guys, and standing next to Sweat, they look small, and by no means are they small. Uh, so I I really think they have something here. And with the size of him, and then you recognize the speed that he has as well, Uh, this guy's got a legitimate chance to be a defensive rookie of the year, and that's a fun thing that I don't think the Redskins have had in quite some time. So once these guys are going full speed, and if Bostic and the inside linebackers can step up the way that we're hoping they do, the front seven of this defense might be something serious, and and the secondary isn't half bad either. So I'm, I'm excited for the defense. It should be pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's, that's exciting. Um, going back to the inside linebackers, cause uh, Bostic is, he's got one spot, but you got to get someone else on the other side. Now, um, how did the young guys look? Sean Dion Hamilton, was he healthy? We, we've we heard rumors that Josh Harvey Clemens balked up a little bit. Does he look a little bigger? Just, uh, who, who kind of stands out out of that group?
2: Yeah, they definitely did. I, I, I noticed that Sean Dion Hamilton had a lot of time in with the ones, uh, and that, that looks like it's his, his job to lose really. Um, he definitely looks like he's he's bulked up, um, but I think most importantly, with a lot of the time that he's missed with injury, uh, he really does look like he is gaining, um, you know, like I was saying, a great rapport with the guys. He looks like he's really plugged in with uh, the play calling. He did a great job, actually. Uh, there was a couple plays where he was, you know, mixing and matching with slot receivers or where they were going, and he was... I think he told Quentin Dunbar to come over on one side, and he he was very vocal today, uh, which is good, especially for those young guys. And when we talk about those Alabama guys is what makes them so special is not just their physical attributes, but how smart they are and how how well they see things and how you know what high football IQ they have. And it was something that I noticed specifically with Sean Deion Hamilton um, that he had. Josh R V Clemens was also in there. He got a couple good reps in today. But definitely that inside linebacker core looks like it's something that uh, is a positive. Uh, obviously, Reuben Foster, losing him, that's a big loss. but I, you know, And I don't know if he'll really replace his upside, but um, I definitely think from what we saw today, those guys are a lot more involved. Um, uh, you saw Cole Holcomb as well.
1: Yeah, Cole you know, Holcomb seemed like he was having some growing pains today. I heard Minoski yell his name a couple times, and, and- – not a reassuring
2: way. I mean, he's, not, you know,
1: he's not bad by any means. But yeah, he's that was he's it. a later round rookie. he's large. special teams drills. Was he was having uh, a hard time. Yeah, that was very audible throughout the the afternoon. The Holcomb, <laughs> you know, it was it was it, it was a rough day for Holcomb. But I, I think there's an example
0: there. But I think Sean Dion's definitely your guy there. That's good. That's good. Uh, one of you guys, I think I think it was one of you guys tweeted about um, Manasi Sula and another coach Rob Ryan getting needing like a, yeah. a name or something. Yeah, go into that a little more. So it
1: just, it, it's just—it's clear that these three guys have a lot of chemistry. Uh, you know, obviously Tom Suleman and us have been working together for a little while now, and Rob Ryan's a big personality coming in. Uh, and, and both during eleven on eleven and a couple of the other drills, the three of them were just kind of standing together. And and you couldn't make out everything they were saying, but every thirty seconds they were bursting out laughing. It It just seems like the three of them have a lot of good chemistry. So I know there was a lot of concern. Like I was not a big fan of the Rob Ryan High when they first brought him in, just because I was worried about what it meant for that like whole defensive side of the ball and how awkward that might be. Uh, But it seems like that was all for naught because they they seem to have a really good chemistry. I mean, everything's nice in the preseason and, and during training camp when you haven't started playing games yet, but. At least it looks like they're starting off on a good foot. And they, they seem like a fun group of guys. And, and that energy seems to be kind of percolating into the defense, which I think that's – what else can you ask me?
0: Yeah, yeah. Kind of the building blocks of chemistry right there. You, you were roasting yeah. Ryan and tweets, though. like looks like a, a skinny person with a fat suit. Like, oh, my God, dude. No, no, that wasn't me.
1: That was me. That was somebody else on Twitter that said he okay. looks like a skinny guy. What I overheard was somebody said he was a looked like a normal guy that swallowed a whole watermelon. That wasn't me. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh so my God. I, say that. I just took the picture. I, my quote was popular. I said he's human perfection. Okay. I said it. I said he's a stud. <laughs> yeah, he said he's a stud. We're big Rob Ryan fans. Yeah, I'm All a right. big Rob Ryan fan. And by the way, his physique is what I love the most.
0: Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's eye catching for sure. He's a he's a character. That's great, man. I love it. He's a it. confident
1: man. He's a yeah. confident
0: man. That much is clear. Dude, I mean, he rocks the the flowing white locks like nobody's business. He's, oh yeah, he's got it down. He's got it down. That's, that's he's crazy. the
2: easiest guy to spot.
0: <laughs> I guess that's that, that that's something he's got going for him for sure. Uh, one more thing on the defense. Um, something that I'm a little curious about, and maybe some listeners might be: uh, How did uh, Monte Nicholson and Landon Collins look, kind of, uh, in terms of playing off of each other's strengths in the secondary?
1: Um, we didn't get to see them too much just because you know,
0: it's not like they're hitting or anything like that. Um, yeah. Nicholson yeah. was out with
1: the ones. Uh, you know, they were talking the whole time, pointing a lot, helping each other. It seemed like Monte was, you know, talking to Landon a lot and trying to you know, pick his brain a bit, which I think we all want to see. Yeah. Uh but I didn't you know, we didn't get to see too much of that, but it's clear that that is Nicholson's fat right now and I didn't see anyone else take first Yeah to safety. average didn't come close after. To-
2: Real thing that I got from, from the safety spot today was really it was it was Nicholson and, and and Collins and that was
0: it. Okay, yeah, that's good, and it's good that he's talking to him because Collins is viewed as a a leader presence, and uh Nicholson, you know, obviously had those off field concerns last year, so kind of getting Collins in his ear uh, to help early on. He's just
1: practicing his hitting.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like the best thing you can do is just get get that knowledge now uh, so you can apply it later. Yeah. So that's good. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. So we're almost out of time. Uh, just some closing thoughts from you guys. Maybe you got under-the-radar players that you want to give a shout-out or maybe just what to watch in the future uh, during training camp sessions because one day down, but we've got a lot to go. So uh, what do you guys have to say?
2: Yeah, I I, I think the the big overarching, you know, um, the big big idea today that we just kind of take away is that um, the quarterbacks. When you just look at the biggest story, you kind of work your way down. The quarterbacks had a great, um, a great balance. They seem to have a good command. Obviously, the accuracy issues are there, but I mean, this is this is and this is Dwayne Haskins' first public practice training camp. He's still getting his feet into it. Um, I think the biggest takeaway for me was John Bostic. I thought he stood out very clearly as a a vocal presence and a smart presence on the field. I think when, when Ruben Foster went down, a lot of Skins fans went, Oh you no, know, we're we're stuck again. We, You know, what are we going to be dealing with here? But hopefully John Bostic steps into that role well. He was a great leader. Um, other than that, I think you're, you're going to see a lot of the speculations and the storylines you see on Twitter play itself out. You um, still have time. We, we have two weeks of this. Um, but it was good to see the guys get their feet wet. It was good to see the quarterbacks have, have good rapport. Most importantly, what we talked about was that Um, there was great chemistry. Everyone was talking. Everyone was joking. Everyone was laughing. Uh, When it was game time, they were into it. They were helping each other. Um, The veterans were talking to the rookies, talking to the coaches. Um, It was a positive environment, and uh, I think that's a good thing. And and when we talk about leaders on the team, it's not just about leading by your play. It's off the field leading with your actions and, and, and not just in front of the cameras, but really helping your teammates, helping... Them learn helping everybody, you know, work as a team. I think that that's the big thing that I took away today, and and uh, it was fun. I'm really looking forward to seeing how some of these storylines play out. But it was a really entertaining first day, and couple couple good nuggets to take away.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: no, I I agree. it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been a good day. Uh, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me uh, was you know I'm I'm not a big optimist uh. on this team for this season. Uh, you know, I, I don't expect a lot, but. To see on the first day of training camp, to see uh, Dwayne Haskins staying after practice with various guys from Kelvin Harmon and just working reps—that uh, that's really nice to see. It just kind of gives you, you know, a little bit. It's that dangerous thing called hope. It gives you a little bit of hope for the for the future, and saying that we do have some guys here that are really dedicated, really working uh, to get better at their craft here, and working together and working to build chemistry. Okay. Like right now, I'm trying to. I've been trying to figure it out. Mount uh, I, I United's somebody it's probably i think it's an
2: office. that's actually jeremy sprinkle over that there Jeremy
1: Sprinkle, yep. right, they might have been there on the far field but either way they're working there's guys here working after practice that's good to see the States, they have a long hand to put these reps in now we, we see these guys on camera on sunday sometimes and we don't actually give the you know give them credit for the amount of work that goes in and how long it takes to get there so it's been a fun day and uh happy for the opportunity to be here
0: Great stuff, guys. And um, about the culture, you know, it's got kind of a boy who cried wolf dynamic with the Redskins. You know, we thought maybe Kirk Cousins was changing the culture a couple of years ago. Turns out that wasn't the case. We thought we thought there was a new culture with DJ Swearinger last year. And then that kind of fell apart. So it's really a question of when do you have that the right culture? And, you know, you can think it's right at the time, but it might not last. It might not withstand uh, the uh, you know inclemency and the conflicts that you might find in the season so it's good to it's good to hear that they're kind of building that chemistry Um, so a long way to go but uh, those are young pieces out there maybe in a year or two uh, the thing everything will come together but uh, we will see uh, we're in the very early stages just one day of training camp a whole lot more to go uh, Connor and Matt want to thank you guys for reporting live uh, kind of our on-site reporters uh, for this podcast and um, uh, have drive safe uh, going home and uh, as for our listeners uh, we're out of time unfortunately but hope you like this podcast peace out have a good
1: night